Dad without a dad production. Andy is stretching because I told him our last podcast is going to be a long one. That's what she said. And then he's like, yeah, 45 minutes. Going in lean, man. I'm afraid of of your knowledge of long one. Hey, everybody, and welcome to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for listening. Don't go away yet. (laughs) We are two dads who for different reasons didn't have a dad growing up and now we're parents and we're trying to share our experiences to maybe help you out or learn what not to do and you can follow me at dad without a dad at dad without a dad but most importantly go check out my videos on youtube that is Jose de la Roca just search Jose de la Roca on youtube or go to my website josedelaroca.com I'm getting up there, so as soon as I hit 100 subscribers, I'll stop asking for subscribers because all I want to do is change the name of my channel. So go subscribe to my YouTube channel. All you got to do is either go to my website, josedelarroca.com, or check out YouTube and search for Jose de la Roca. Andy, when are you going to start doing your YouTube channel? I'm too busy trying to get subscribers to yours, man. I can't start my own. (laughs) You haven't even watched mine. Wait, have you seen the the late one, the, the Christmas one? Yeah, the yeah the Jingle Bells video. Yeah, it was great. It was oh, fun. that one. Okay. No, did you see the the stupid video I did? No. Yeah, for Christmas that I rhyme everything. <laughs> no, I'll check that out though. You should definitely go check it out. It's a it's a good channel. There's loads of good content on there. <laughs> At least you subscribe finally. There we go. There we go. That's how I'm committed. That's why. <laughs> So it's our last podcast of the year, and then you were we were kind of brainstorming what we were going to be talking about, and then you yep. said uh, we're going to be doing highlights of the whole year, and uh, I wanted to go back and see all of the podcasts that we have done, and I guess we did 25 last year, and we started on ours. We did 20, yeah, 24 last year, and we started with, I guess, we started the year with your sons having a haircut for the first time and then we yeah. went to chicken pox and then you were gone for a little bit and i had a, a keith from keith good news uh radio uh joined the thing then i did a little april fools podcast so go check that out uh we had a podcast showcasing our brand new sponsor which is doggy dogs and you guys could say hi to doggy dogs all you got to do is send them an email, doggydogs at yahoo.com, doggydogs at yahoo.com. We also have a weird thing here. Oh, we talk about comics. We talk about toys. Yep. We t- oh, we talk about when uh, my son and I went to, and my girlfriend, we went to uh, Legoland. Uh, we talk about racing because it's an interesting thing about racing because people will look at you and be like, yeah, he's into racing. No, not exactly. People will look at you and be like, yeah, nerd. And yeah, it is correct. <laughs> and uh, by the way, people always ha- have fun. How much I put you on the spot. And then that yeah. little laugh makes you 
is like a little nervous or something people are like oh i like it when you put him on the spot with your weirdness and he doesn't know what to do so all he does is laugh uh <laughs> I, I've gotten used to you calling me a nerd man. I mean, I think we've, we've, we've gone on record to talk about Star Wars for at least like probably 10% of the podcast time that we've done. So, yeah, we, I, I think we're nerds. I mean, I probably look more like a nerd than you do because uh, you're like a, a bench pressing dude and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like uh, somebody is going to steal your wallet or like somebody that, you know, mm, walks into no, a we... bar and if they only see my face they'll get scared but then if they see my tiny little body they will start laughing um yeah we don't have the casual racism in the uk uh <laughs> <laughs> we haven't evolved that far yet i would talk about a dog oh your son saying hello dog dog uh, uh, they dog, went dog. we celebrate our 50th and then i think our our most popular show of the year had to be the gaming show Really? I think so. Uh, let's see. Okay. The, our most pop, yeah, top tracks of the year. Uh, show number 49, Gaming Time, when we dedicated the whole um, show to talk about gaming. And you, you know, it's your forte. And I'm actually glad that I'm glad that I met you. And I'm glad that you introduced me to that, um, I guess, you want to call it genre? Yeah, like culture, I guess, culture. or subculture, maybe. It is It is a culture. It's a wonderful culture, by the way. And by the way, when I say nerd, I don't mean it in a bad way. We already discussed this, like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. many times, how, how it's supposed to be, like, you're a gamer, but what what is it called? A nerd, a gamer, whatever it is. But uh, I'm actually so glad to uh, uh, that you have introduced me to all that stuff. I started playing a little bit more again um, with my PS4, and then you had introduced me to many, many things. And thanks to you, I could have conversations with my 13-year-old nephew, basically. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm, I'm basically just here to make you appear cooler to your extended family. I mean, that, that's that's the whole goal. Um, but yeah, man, I, I like... I've had massive amount of fun putting uh, this show on with you over the past year. I think we've We've talked about loads of good stuff that we're going to be able to listen back to these episodes in a, you know, in a few months' time and laugh. Like I completely forgot about the Hello Dog Dog thing, <laughs> which is great. Uh, so check that out if you haven't. Um, about how you can basically, you know, uh, not necessarily damage the emotional development of your child, but definitely <laughs> give people pause when they hang around with your child. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, I we've had loads of fun. Uh, we've talked about loads of different stuff. I think. I think for me, like, it's always good to look back on the past year because, like, 2019 has just been absolutely mental. Um, like, with my son, because he was, you know, he's he will be two soon. He's one at the moment, um, but he's on the precipice. And, like, thinking about how much he's developed over that time is just absolutely insane. Like, this time last year, we were dealing with um, basically a, a, a human that, you know, wasn't really interested in anything about from the base stuff. Whereas now you've got a human who can basically, you know, figure out what they want, say what they want very pointedly, um, and then disagree with you also very pointedly when they don't get it, um, which has been a challenge. But yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. And I think we're we're you and I have this um, 
you know, switch in our parenting because you, like you just described, you went from having a tiny little man who basically can't do anything and then is yeah. transitioning into walking, which it gives him the first freedom of his life for him to become himself. And I'm dealing with my son turning four, going into five, and uh, depending on where you live, it's a big transition because once he turns five, he's going to be going to basically kinder here in the United States. And it's a big transition. So now, for example, he's basically becoming a little man. If you mm. know, yours is becoming a human, right? Like yeah. Yours is becoming a human and mine is becoming a little person in a way that now he, he has more freedom. Now he's going to have literally more responsibilities because once he goes to kinder he's not going to nap so he's going to get that why am i tired situation and why am i dealing with this stuff then i don't know if he's ready for it and i don't know if i'm ready for it um i was telling my girlfriend that when <laughs> uh, that i'm going to take him to his first day of kinder and i'm going to wait until like they kick me out like literally, I would like walk into his class and like sit down. Yeah. And then if they tell me like to that I need to leave, then I'll just stand outside and look through the window and be that little weird dude. And then <laughs> when the the cops show up and they be like, "Sir, you need to leave," I'll be like, "All right, I guess so." And then I'll just wait outside. And when the cops show up there and be like, "Hey, it's kind of pervy," I'll be like, "All right, then <laughs> okay. I'll be back at five. But I'm going to be that person. Uh, um, I usually don't cry, but I'm pretty sure I will cry that day. But what yeah. I'm saying is, like, instead of throwing it to him, he's not going to nap. He's going to have to wake no. up earlier. He's going to have to deal with simple things. Like, I was asking my niece. This is how weird it is. I was asking my niece and her uh, best friend slash cousin who shared the same everything. They're, like, always together, and they're always taking care of my son. I was asking them like questions that about my son, like one, once you go to kinder, you're a little, little kid. You're only four going on five or five, depending on your birthday. But nobody tells you, Hey, there's going to be a bell that rings and you had to go to another building and that's where they're going to feed you. And the way you do it is you grab a thing and then somebody's going to put food and then you have to eat it. And then you have to go sit down over there and you have to eat it and finish it in 30 minutes. And by the way, then you have to go to another class. So I was asking them questions. I'm like, hey, uh, how did you guys do it? Because basically nobody really tells you you need to go over there. You need to grab a thing. You need to. So they had to figure that out themselves. And one of them said, yeah, it was kind of difficult. I didn't know what I was doing. And the other one was like, well, they told me what to do. My teacher literally took us there and everything. So it comes down to, I guess, whoever they get, right? What if it's a yeah. fucking piece of shit person that is just there for the paycheck? You know? I mean, like, I, I guess, like, kids are so social, aren't they? Like, they're so socially aware. And I think that comes from an evolutionary thing of, like of just humans in general. So I guess as long as there's like a few kids that know what they're doing at kindergarten, they'll just like follow the lead of those guys and then hopefully just follow them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't even thought about that with my son because that's like a couple of years off at this point. But I mean, 
would you get do you get emotional would you get emotional about it i mean because it's like the end of a chapter right yeah it's it's he's i'm throwing it i'm throwing him out there where there's going to be you know because right now he's at a place where he his mom is next door Mm. and his mom knows everybody and everybody knows he is the son of a teacher and everybody will I don't want to say it publicly, but let's just say if something happens, he'll be number either one or two to be protected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, it's one of those things like you take it, you know, because if you're working in that class and you know that your friend is in the other class, you feel a connection with that little kid because it's the son of your friend. Right. Yeah. So, you know, as human beings and how everything works, you know, you feel that bond as your own kid even though he's not your kid so you you will have whether you say it or not you're going to have that little special connection with this little kid so you put him in the in the top two right so that's yeah. what i'm saying but when he goes to kinder there's nothing like that for him so it's like that's why i'm going to stay there until like they kick me out or they put a restraining order or something <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy oh dude one second there's, there's a dude at the door i'll be back i'll be like it's a fedex seconds. guy go get him yeah 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 cut it cut it cut it i'll be back i'll be back i'm not gonna cut it i'm actually going to be talking about my son by the way uh i don't know if you guys uh follow us on social media but if you do thank you very much i actually did a little song with my son and you guys could check that on our instagram or on our YouTube channel, which is on YouTube, all you got to do is search for Jose de la Roca and you could hear the song. But if you guys haven't heard the song before, here it goes. It's Jingle Bells with my son and I. Jingle Bells, Batman's Bells, Robin Lay, the Batmobile lost the wheel, and the Joker got away. Hey, Jingle Bells, Papa smells, Robin Lay, Anay. The Batmobile lost the wheel, and the monkey still got away. Achoo! So like I've been saying forever here in the podcast, if you've been listening, we don't watch TV that much, so we like to listen to songs a lot. And most of the time when we're singing along, sometimes I start making up words. So my son, he's like super good with lyrics. He remembers everything I say. So I heard him one time singing these songs and I decided to record him. And that's how everything started. So I hope you guys like it. It is the jingle bells between my son and I. Jingle bells, Batman's bells, Robin Lay, Nay. The Batmobile lost the wheel and the Joker got away. Hey, Jingle bells, Papa smells, Robin Lay, Nay. The Batmobile lost the wheel and the monkey still got away. Achoo! So that's our special Jingle Bells uh, version of Jingle Bells. It is between my son and I. It's a very special thing that us did, and we did it for you guys. And you guys could check it out on our website, josedaroca.com. Also, you could check it out on YouTube. All you got to do is go on YouTube and search for Jose de la Roca. And don't forget to subscribe. 
Jingle bells, Batman spells, Robin lay. The Batmobile lost the wheel, and the Joker got away. Hey, Jingle bells, Papa smells, Robin lay. The Batmobile lost the wheel, and the monkey dog got away. So Andy's back. So you see, I'm going to be playing that song when I drop him off at school that first time and start crying. <laughs> and people are going to be listening to that and they're going to be looking at me with the big ass beard and my weird face crying. And they're going to be like, wow, my life is good. <laughs> <laughs> and when do the, whenever he starts, it's like in the middle of summer or whatever. Still timely. You should always play that. It's going to be great. <laughs> Wait, so who was it? Uh, it was uh, it was Tesco. It's a holiday shop, man. Oh. Uh, lots of Christmas-related groceries. Crazy. Crazy. How was your... Now, all yours. How was your... <laughs> 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 I feel like if I ever go... If, when I go visit when? you guys, uh, I feel like the same way I was talking to uh, my family in Guatemala, because I'm planning to go visit next year. Hopefully, and then uh, how everybody's so proper over there. How like they're like so nice and proper. And then uh, I'm not saying I'm I'm a bad guy. I'm actually a pretty good good guy. I have good uh, actions, and I I don't want to my tooth, but but I <laughs> I I have this like uh, I you know I talk trash. That's what I do. That's my way of showing affection, right? So yeah. it's like a guy's thing. I don't know what what I do, but I just talk shit all the time. And make fun of people. And so <laughs> I feel the same way as you that whenever I go visit you guys, I'm going to make you to turn you into the dark side or something. There, there, there's a line. You know, there's a line. I think the more that you, you hang out with us and the more you talk to us, you'll figure out where the line is. And you'll, you'll know how to get like just close up to it and, and not go over it. That's the trick, right? That's how it works. <laughs> Wait, so how was your holiday? Uh, it's good. Uh, no more work. Um, so got what we're recording this on the 20th, uh, five days to go, all the presents are bought, everything's done, all the good decorations are up, um, got all the food in. Uh, so yeah, we're kind of, kind of all ready to go. Even got a car serviced and car washed. <laughs> no, so, what yeah, I meant totally was, there. how was your holiday? Oh, holiday. Oh yeah. That was last week. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, we went to a place called Butlins. Um, it was kind of like a holiday camp thing. So no, you go there, they put shows on. Uh, it was a, a Tots week, which basically ages from one to three with kids. Um, and obviously parents go there as well. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was good. Um, it was a big, like, it's kind of got this massive tent area where it's got, like, an arcade in it and, like, different stages where you go watch a pantomime and everything like that. Um, it was it was entertaining. It was fun. It was a good holiday to to have with a two year old. Um, so your yeah. your wife had to take care of two kids. <laughs> we did spend way too much money at the arcade that they had, um, but yeah, pretty much. Um, we we had some some issues uh, just just getting my son uh, to sleep uh, in the room, which kind of uh, dominated some things. But yeah, overall, it was cool. Uh, it was it was. I think me and my wife figured out it was um uh it, it was like how many days do we do we spend i think it was like six days there just us it was really really nice um like no distractions or anything like that it was uh just cool to to hang out with each other and kind of you know just chill with, with very little screen time it was nice 
Well, you could ask her. I think she's right there. I hear her putting all the groceries <laughs> she <is> away. <laughs> she's packing at the moment. Um, but yeah, she's almost done. She's almost done. Hey, we're the height of professionalism on this podcast, you know. Well, that's we what... We uh, much dads. Uh, yeah. Well, if people don't know, we record out of our studios, home studios. You record out of your, you know, first floor corner that they push you in. And I record in my <laughs> living room slash studio slash kitchen one bedroom apartment. So exactly, things get real. And tell tell your wife she could stop by today and say hi to everybody, which is our fiftieth fifty five podcast. Wow, fifty five podcast. Um, I think that's going to be the plan at some point. Um, she did give me a look. Which which wasn't great uh, when I said she was making too much noise, um, but it's it's all good. Um, yeah, we'll definitely hook that up at some point. So it'd be great to have your wife on as well at some point, or your girlfriend on. Well, next year's going to be an interesting year because uh, we may have a surprise for anybody listening for next year when it comes to my girlfriend. But I cannot say it right now because it's and I don't know if it's in the works. It's a big big thing that. Uh, I started it and she finished, so it's a, uh, and I can't say it because it's, um, <laughs> she doesn't want me to tell people and, uh, uh, when he, when he, when it's done, uh, uh, it's going to be, it, no, she's not pregnant. Uh, <laughs> no, I will, I'll be crying. I wouldn't be like making it into a big deal. I'll be like, no, I can't. There's no more food in the house. Um, <laughs> no, she, we, uh, let's just say I did something and then uh, she did something and then it's going to be coming out next year and it's going to be pretty big. So we'll share cool. that with everybody when, once it comes out. And it's 2020. 2020, man. 2020 is going to be a big year, hopefully. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so do you think your son got sick? Because of that week, got all the germs from there. No, um, it's it's hard to know to be honest, man. Like I think the thing is, like like you know, when they go to a play group or play school or whatever, um, they just pick up shit, man. Uh, and this time of year in the UK, like it's all Decembery and it's all cold and rainy, and people put on their um central heating systems for like the first time in like I don't know, like a month or two months. Uh, so there's loads of bacteria flying around. So that could be that. Um, but yeah, he's feeling a little bit poorly at the moment. He's just got cold and, and flu-like symptoms. But he'll be he'll be back soon. The, the magic of Christmas will uh, will rejuvenate him. Absolutely. That's funny because like that's another theme throughout the year: sickness, right? Like this year in our house, it was luckily I think I only got sick once. I tried to stay healthy, exercise, eat well, and everything because. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about this. Um, you know, as a as a parent, you should take care of your health, not only for yourself but for your your family, right? You want to be there for as long as you can. So you should eat healthy and exercise, not only for your own health, but because your family needs you, not only for the money but also for moral support and teach him how to do things like stupid songs like we do. Um, <laughs> but. That's another main reason because I eat well and exercise and meditate and everything's because I don't have insurance. So I try to stay as healthy as I can because literally I cannot afford to to (laughs) to get sick. I cannot. I have five jobs. Well, now I have four. I got to go from one. 
And um, the other two are maybe going to stay, may not. But I cannot, you know, get sick at all. But this year in our family, my son and, my, and especially my girlfriend. Oh, my God. Is, it was like sickness after sickness after sickness. And it's same with you guys, right? It felt I felt that your son and you guys got sick a lot this year, too. Yeah, I think it I think it happens with kids that are his age, I think. So like, you know, he's between the ages of one and two, right? So it, it just it just happens. Um I think the thing is is that obviously when it's cold and flu stuff, it just wipes out the whole house in a different way. Um but you know, I, it's 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 how you deal with it. I think for me, um the good thing is that we all haven't been ill at the same time. So like the worst things are sickness bugs, right? Like when everyone's got a sickness bug in the house. And they're just puking and crapping everywhere and everyone's all at the same time. Like, that would suck. Uh, and thankfully, we haven't had any of those. It's always been, like, sniffles, colds, sore throat, stuff like that, which, to be honest, it, it's totally manageable. Um, just makes things a bit sad sometimes, but that's okay. Um, on the exercise front, like, for me, and I know it's the same with a lot of dads, um, like, I still play football. Uh, I still go running. Um, I do lots of act out towards activity i get a little bit of um i get a little bit stir crazy uh, if i don't do exercise um and it's just a great escape to be honest um it makes me a better person when i'm done uh, if i'm honest because uh, i get i don't know a little bit of pent-up frustration i guess is what you'd call it so exercise is super super important not for just like the the health benefits but i think when you have like a when you have a small child and it's just you and your and your partner looking after that child. I think it can be very easy for you to just, you know, just keep plowing on and not necessarily caring for yourself. So having a little bit of alone time is is totally worth it. And for me, that's what exercise is, right? Um, and it, it's the same for you, isn't it? Like when you go to the gym and stuff like that. Well, now I've been getting a lot of alone time <laughs> uh, because uh, my... So when I don't work during the week, I usually uh, stay... My son stays with me on a Wednesday because that's when the arcades are half off. So everything we go and do a whole dad and son uh, day, but it's his last, you know, days of, you know, the year. So he's been having a lot of activities at school. Uh, mm -hmm. Yesterday they had pajama day where like my nice. girlfriend and my son wore the same pajamas because she needs to match with his wonderful son. And then uh, <laughs> even though their faces match like she needs to match the clothes too. Uh, so he's been having a lot of activities. Like on, I think on Wednesday, they had like, they made their own pizzas and stuff like that. So, and right now my jobs have slowed down. So I basically only work Saturday and Sunday at the moment. So I've been having a lot of alone time, which it's kind of weird because that's what I've been doing. Like all these videos and stupid uh, songs, which they're not stupid. That just, especially the one my son did. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I've been having a lot of alone time, but I usually still make time for exercise. Like no matter what, it's I. It's like a thing I need to do, not only physically but uh, mentally too. It's like a thing that I need to do. Like uh, I don't know. I feel weird when I don't exercise. I think it's like your your mind, because I was thinking about this uh, recently. Because like. I think a lot of people nowadays, and especially a few, you know, if people, the people that are still listening to this podcast, they, they kind of work in the same creative industry that I do, right? Um, and in that industry, everything you do is visual or with your eyes or with your brain. Um, there's very little to do with your hands or your feet. 
or you're you know running or whatever like not much with actual physical muscles so i think it's just whenever i do that sort of stuff it kind of reminds my brain and my body it kind of gives it shifts the focus somewhere else right um like i don't do weights or anything like that i literally just do cardiovascular stuff um and yeah, that stuff that. is great what's that sorry <laughs> i could see you don't do it <laughs> Uh, this is getting it's getting a little bit better, man. It's uh, most of the weights that I do are lifting up my son. I mean, as he's getting older, he's definitely getting heavier. Um, oh, you have a so big baby. Yeah, you do have a big well, baby, big boy. We do, man. We do, and like the amount of gingerbread I'm giving him is just increasing. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's it's a good thing to do. Um, even what I would say to to even new parents um, is even if they haven't done exercise before, um, just start because I think it just it gives you an outlet, right? Um, and I think sometimes that outlet can be an outlet for frustration. It can be an outlet for just you to just, you know, just chill out. Like some of the, the, if, if I'm like getting worried about stuff or getting stressed out about stuff, I'll go for like a half an hour run, burn off some energy and it just cleanses me somehow. I don't know how it does it, but I feel better. Um, yeah. And I think everyone needs to find that. Obviously, not, not everyone's the same, right? Some people, they are different. They won't get that same sort of cleansing thing that I get from running. They'll get it through doing other stuff. But I think when you're a parent, it's definitely important to kind of find that because you need to rejuvenate, um, you know, in the downtime. Uh, it, it's all about looking after yourself, like what you were talking about. Now, staying in the health uh, topic, I think uh, you brought up a good point that um, it's funny because we were asking ourselves what we're going to talk about. And then this thing just came up to my mind where um, you're having a two-year-old, which at one, his diet changes, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And now he's probably eating completely human food as in like <laughs> normal food. <Yeah. laughs> now, let me ask you this. Did, um, did his diet change you guys' diet? Because right now I'm in the process of changing my diet i'm going to start eating basically only natural stuff so if anything mm -hmm. is in a package i'm not going to eat it and mm -hmm. the first week we started i started doing that it kind of affected our diets because you know not only so we were we've been having a a problem right now we're like okay so what are we going to cook for dinner and one night my son was eating oatmeal again And then I was like, ah, this is not correct. So my question to you is like when his diet changed to normal food, did your diet change too? Or did you, are you guys cooking three different meals? So I tell you what definitely happened. Um, so I hate wasting food, like religiously, almost hate wasting food. It's just something that I've had in me since I was super, super young. Um, probably from my mom and dad, uh, So I definitely ate more as in my own personal diet when he wouldn't eat stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, the older that he got, um, the less we relied on these meals that we'd get. I can't remember what they're called, but they're like, they're, they're, they've got low salt intake, low sugar, and they're, they're, they're fortified with vitamins and stuff. Um, I can't remember what they're called. They're like, I think they're called like Betty Sue meals or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, you, you, you cook them in the oven and then they're done and then they're fine. Um, we've 
started moving further and further away from that and actually he has more of the stuff that we eat um the thing is with me and my wife is that we have quite spicy food um like you always uh, uh take the mick out of me for, for saying that we're mexican because we have so many fajitas and and, <laughs> and stuff like that um uh but yeah we we've had to dial down the the, the spice and make the the food a little bit gentler i would say um, like red onion was like a staple of everything in our house because red onion is just amazing. Uh, it's just got a proper bite to it and it, it, it tastes of something, which is good. Um, so yeah, well, I, I think in terms of diet, uh, there's probably more variety. We make more effort with our food now as well, I would say, um, because we got, we think of him. So we, so basically my son does. So like thanks four to days your a, son, a week at nursery. thanks to your son, you're saying that your diet improved. And thanks to your son, you're saying that your wife had to change her way of cooking, right? Well, no, uh, we, I, so I cook, um, I cook and my wife cooks. So, you know, I think together we, we, it's become more of, um, how do I put it? Uh, like we, we've had to think about how to vary our diet and, and do things that are a little bit, um, a little bit more varied, I would say. Uh, and also, you know, thinking about like, the dexterity that's needed in order to eat food. Now, that sounds really dumb, but like if you give a kid a fajita, he's not really going to know how to eat it because all the, he's going to grab it and all the stuff's going to fall out, right? Um, whereas if you give him, you know, uh, like an enchilada, let's say, where you can cut it up, right, um, and you can feed it to him and it, it's super tomato-y and it's, it's saucy, it's very, very saucy, then he's more likely to eat it. So it's just things like that. It's, and, and it's on a case-by-case -case basis, right? Um, so it's not just, you know, it's not just thinking about what it is. It's also thinking about the form of it. Um, like my son went for a stage where like he didn't like eating, like, you know, when you, when you open a banana, right. Uh -huh. And you open it for like five minutes and already it's starting to get a little bit like dark. Yeah. And a little bit like gloopy or have like gloopy around it. Like Gloomy? my son. Yeah. My son hated all that. Like it had to be like quite dry and then he moved away from that and then it had to be super saucy and then it kind of has gone to this weird middle area now. So it's like trying to figure out what he would eat, um, which has changed a little bit. Uh, but what I was saying is like, we didn't have to do that all the time. Uh, so my son goes to nursery four days a week. Um, I think it's actually five days. No, it's four days because we have Friday with him. Um, so, you know, for those three days we would always eat with him uh and we'd always you know prepare proper food for him um but for the four days you know nursery sorts that stuff out and feeds him so we can kind of you know do our traditional stuff and then on the uh friday saturday and sunday we think about what we can feed him as well um and that's been really fun man like that's been amazing like just being able to actually eat with him at a table like has been unbelievable and like giving him food that you prepare and sometimes he doesn't have it and you're like fucking hell dude like i made that for you um and, but you have to like peel yourself back a little bit and go well he's just a baby it's fine i'll i'll have his portion win-win for me um but yeah it's it's been really fun that side's been really educational it's been cool now let me ask you this did you uh do you do you guys eat faster now because you take him to a restaurant and then he's like done in like 10 minutes and you guys are like fuck okay he could only last five more minutes so 
Wifey, you better hurry up. Finish your ice cream. We're getting the fuck out. Oh, man. Restaurants are still super, super challenging. So uh, we we take turns. So basically, it would be like, right, okay, uh, we'll all order food together and we'll eat together. Because uh, usually it's like a family scenario, right? Where it's not just like us three. It would be like other people around. Um, so we'll be, you know, it's not like they're complete strangers. They'll be like family friends or whatever. Um, and it'll be like, right, okay, it's your turn to sit with him for like the first half of the meal so you can get your food done. And then he'll get his food done. And then I'll, uh, you get you, your food done, eat your food. I will look after him. And then midway through, we'll switch. Um, that's kind of the best way that we did it. Uh, yeah, we do yeah. the same. We like if we're a family gathering, it's like I'll serve him and then you eat. And when he's done, uh, when I'm done, I'll take over. So basically, like, let's say my girlfriend would serve him, feed him or be there. And then when I'm done, because I eat like crazy. So like I'm done in five minutes, uh, I will take over and she could take her sweet time like she always does. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but you know what? That's another transition is happening that now because he's older and he is uh, ever since he got out of the chair of the you know baby chair and now yeah. he's out, he has his own adult chair he is doing everything himself like all we need to do is serve him the food he's even to the point where he's picking up his plate and putting it in the sink so nice. we're done with that so we're like uh, you know i always say the older they get the easier it gets right uh you know mm. there's going to be challenges here and there but the older they get the easier they get same same way it goes with tv and me like i was so into like no tv and now we're watching a little bit more tv here and there during the week and stuff like that because it's you know like i said as long as we give him five years of good reading good um uh singing dancing reading and uh writing and we did our job you know it's like those five Mm. years will be for forever with him and i don't think he is very expressive he talks a lot he's a happy little kid and you could everybody sees that everybody sees that he's a happy guy he talks a lot and it's not by the way if your kid talks a lot it's not a bad thing guys so if you guys ever say like oh he talks a lot (laughs) take advantage of that it's a good thing you know, because they're expressing themselves, they're they're articulating things. They're they're. It's an amazing thing that they're they're sharing their feelings with you. It's an amazing thing if your kid talks a lot. So you know, don't put a stop to that. Uh, and then, um, so every time somebody's with my son, they say how happy he is. Of course, sometimes he will say something like, "Hey, I farted," <laughs> but you know, uh, um, it's a. It's a little thing that we gotta pay for it, and, and it's not somebody's fault, probably mine. But um, you know, uh, that's another thing that we're transitioning to. You know, yeah, I think it's like um, it's just that's probably my number one thing that I've learned about parenting this year is like everything's constantly changing, like all the time. Um, but the pace of change is starting to slow down. Uh, I think that when they're super super tiny you can kind of they they can like i said they can't articulate themselves right whereas gone to a stage now where my son where he can say no go away or yes please or thank you or you're welcome or bye bye 
Um, he can say, I miss you, which is mental. Um, but obviously he, he doesn't necessarily understand the meaning of some of those things, but he can say it. Um, but the no, no go away thing, he's, he's done that, uh, while he's been ill with a cold. So like, um, there's been times in the middle of the night where he'll scream out mum, mum or dad, dad or whatever. Right. And you'll go in and he'll be like, no, no, mum, mum. And then you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm off the hook. I'll go get my mum. She, she can sort you out or, or vice versa. Um, like that's insane. Like that's him choosing like a caregiver for like that particular moment or him choosing someone. And it's completely random, right? But it, it, it plays into what you were talking about, which is, you know, them being able to talk about what they actually want and going through it and dealing with them as little people. It's amazing. My son is mommy 24-7. Nobody else. It's like, <laughs> I'll, he will go to her and be like, mom, I just want to give you a hug and kiss. And then I'll be like, how about me? And he's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> That's because you have a different role. Your role is, um, you know, just uh, I got to say, right? like, if my son ever says, go away, I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of cool though i really like, no the, i'll the... be like what the fuck <laughs> say what <laughs> one time i actually I, of course i don't i don't say what the fuck but I, one time i yeah. say i turn and i say what did you just say to me and he kind of got it he was like mm. he's like no 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 nothing <laughs> and now it's 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 a joke now because they both picked up the that every time he's doing something i just go so now the joke is like, if I do something, they're like, <laughs> it's just a fucking joke here, which is fine. Yeah, which is good. I think it's, um, it's just amazing, man. Like things just change all the time, but I think, uh, things are starting to slow down. We have to be cleverer than we were before. Um, like, and minding the language. I've really struggled that this year, like not swearing um in front of him or within earshot uh that's over the past two months that's been the thing that i've just constantly failed on like even today um what was it i was putting <laughs> i was putting a pizza in the oven uh and some of the toppings went on the floor and i was like ah shit and then he just said it like he literally picked it up like straight away it was like and he knew that it was it was a bad thing um not that he said it he knew that it, it was a negative thing uh, that 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 was the reason why I said it. So when like he dropped a toy, or I can't remember what it was. It was something something negative happened, and he just went, "Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit." And like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, no, ah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. But you can't say it. you got to control yourself. It's really hard. It's really really hard. Well, remember my advice: just don't make it seem like a big deal. Once the kids know that it's a big deal, no matter what it is, if it's a big deal. They will sense that. They will know yep. it. And because they don't know what shit means, they don't know what fuck means, they don't know what all those bad words means. All they know is that it's a big deal and it makes it gives you as a parent a reaction. They want you to have a reaction. They want to test you. So make sure once they said bad words, play cool, man. Play cool. <laughs> and tantrums as well. Tantrums is the same thing, right? Like that's literally been something that my son's done for the first time over the past couple of months. It's just to not do anything. 
Yeah. That's my smart meter going off, yeah. <laughs> well, I think... Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I've been lucky. He hasn't had tantrums. So, has it? Wow, I think I've been lucky. Well, you've been lucky that he doesn't have tantrums or anything like that. What he does get, though, that he gets emotional and crying for little things <laughs> mm. <laughs> let me get uh this one because uh, now it's just it's just funny how he just gets emotional and that's his mom his his mom is like super emotional uh and i'm like don't i'm like dead inside um uh <laughs> so we were playing he got this little you know when you go to a, a restaurant they have those machines where you put like 25 cents and then it gives you something like a sticky hand or like a little yeah. you know so he went with my mom and my girlfriend they went to denny's and then he got like four little things that they came with little plastic ninjas so we were going to start playing uh with those things with the ninjas and they're so super tiny they're like half of like a, you know three-fourths or half of my finger so he starts taking he starts taking all the ninjas out and we're gonna we're going to play ninjas. So I kinda grabbed one ninja and pretended to eat it and put it in the middle of my hand and opened my hand so it looked like I ate it, but I was holding it inside okay. my hand so he could not see it. So he literally thought that I ate it. And instead of him saying, Are you okay or anything, he just starts like <laughs> my ninja <laughs> and starts like bawling. I'm like, what the I'm like dude relax here look it's right here and he's like <laughs> and he starts like going next to me and it's like he puts his head on my shoulder and he's like <laughs> and i'm like relax i was just pretending i thought you were going to be laughing like relax like, My ninja. <laughs> and it took him like 10 minutes to calm down i was like dude relax <laughs> I, I didn't eat your ninja but that must be like, because um, obviously this thing's been introduced to him, like, literally these things existed. It didn't exist in his world like five minutes before because he didn't get the capsule, right? So it must have been like, I'm giving these to my dad and my dad's going to be cool and we're going to play with them. And then like you eating them could be like a form of, so I over-evaluate as well. That's another classic parenting faux pas, right, is when you take something that's completely innocent like you're playing a like a, a fun trick on your son right and then psycho babbling the way into what it can be construed to mean but he just wanted the thing and he just got upset that's okay right but you could say it was like you invalidated the trust because you he thought you were eating one of his toys that he gave to you as a trust thing yeah well two things came out of that one he's super sensitive he shouldn't be sensitive for things like that and two yeah i'm an amazing magician I mean, wow! <laughs> he really thought that I ate that thing, and not only that, he believed this so much, he started crying for about five minutes, and took him five more <laughs> minutes to calm the fuck down. Yeah. I, I mean, said the magician. I, I still get like that, dude. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's hard. Life's hard. Life's hard. Every, everyone wants a, a little tiny ninja, you know? <laughs> They're important. Uh, all right. Before we uh, we transition, so you said you had it. You have a couple of good moments that you want to recapture for this year. 
Yeah, I was trying to think of that because obviously because it's our last episode of the year, um, I was trying to think about the good times, right? Because we, I think sometimes the negative stuff sticks out more than the positive stuff. And I think that's just a mentality thing. Um, and I think also we, we're quite, both of us, and I, I think both of us together, we're kind of, um, we, we, we don't necessarily focus on the negatives, but we like, we uh, don't talk about the positives massively um, all the time about parenting. Um, so I think the, the positives for me this year, let's say two, right? Um, number one would be him talking and him just being really nice and him knowing all of his manners, like saying please and ta and all that stuff. That's amazing. Um, so the first time that he like, uh, said please and thank you. That was like a massive moment for me. That was awesome. Did you cry? Um, and that happened like two months ago. Uh, four, no, probably like four months ago. Maybe. Did you cry? Yeah. Did I cry? Mm, uh, no, I was quite emotional about it. I, it just, it just blew my mind. But I think it was, it was something that my wife like constantly reinforced and then I followed her lead in reinforcing it. And it was a big moment just because it, it kind of solidified all the stuff that we were doing with him. Like he was such, um, you know, at the early stages, he's such a tiny ball uh, of of energy where like you don't really know what you're doing is sticking and then they get taller and taller um, and then they start talking. And when they start talking, like that's when you kind of get an idea of what type of person they're going to be, if you like, a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so that was a big moment. Um, and I think moment number two uh, would be so we used to go and we still do regularly we go to this toy store called smith's which is kind of like toys r us in the states if you guys still have toys r us's there's they, they don't have those in the uk anymore because uh in the uk biz, business went out of business um but like there's this huge toy superstore right um and my son has suddenly become super obsessed with music so whenever we go there now like it's the happiest i've ever seen him is like when you go towards like where the um, like the speakers are all set up and it's all like his height so he can press all the buttons to like get the music to come out and he he loves it like we could be there we only spent like half an hour in that store but I would imagine we could be there for like 30 minutes just at that station where he's pressing all the buttons and getting all the different speakers to do their like little demo uh, and his face lights up every time so like that's the first time we discovered that that was ace those are like my two moments this year um yeah just like him becoming a character yeah and, and i don't know if we focus on the bad things maybe because we talk about how um you know our sons are sick and how to uh uh control behaviors and stuff like that but mm. i mean it's not a bad thing it's, it's just like things that happen and maybe uh, it's a challenge and we're trying to help other parents right so we don't yeah. focus on they're not negatives uh i believe that my son is a very happy-go-lucky guy and like i said uh before uh i'm very proud of that i'm very proud of uh how i was talking to my mother-in-law and uh because we call each other once a month to talk shit about my girlfriend and <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Uh, no, I was talk just talking to my mother-in-law because uh, she uh, asked me for a couple things and then uh, uh, I came through and we were just talking about my son, how he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He's a very silly guy because, mm. you know, that's how I I am and that's how I communicate. I communicate with... Uh, 
with jokes, with making fun of stuff, with being silly, with not taking myself too serious. And if you don't believe me, go check out my YouTube channel. Um, uh, <laughs> you will see why. But I believe that um, that I'm, whatever we're doing, we're doing right. Of course, it's not perfect. Like I say, sometimes uh, he, I need to check myself in not crossing the line of, uh, of joking too much. Sometimes mm. there's a place to joke and there's a place where we're not supposed to be joking. Um, and things like that. But I'm very happy of what he has turned into be because I love it when he is just singing along a complicated song. Like yeah. when he's singing like Rudolph the Red North Reindeer the whole song or we're playing like uh we started watching a show called the mask singer and now we play all those songs into his playlist and of course they're like greater g so they're proper stuff but he's singing along this the the, the whole song and playing with his legos so i guess my you know i don't want to say my top five because it's just a that's what he does when he's playing by mm. himself with the legos and singing along, you know, a song that is a happy song. I mean, what else can you you ask for? And then he's just, you know, turns around and he makes fun of your feet. I mean, for me, that's like, <laughs> that's just like, that's like, I can't ask for anything else. I prefer him yeah. to be like that than for him to be sitting down on a couch watching uh, Spongebob. Yeah, you know, because he's using his mind three ways. If you think about it, if my son is playing with Legos, singing along a song, and then he turns around and makes a joke about your feet, he just did three things with his brain. He's yeah. building something with his brain. He's singing a song with his brain, and he just made up a joke about your specific thing with his brain at the same time. And if you don't see it that way, then... I must be wrong, right? I don't know. You're not wrong. You're 100% right. And I think, like, ultimately, like, when you have a kid, what is the number one thing that you want them to be? You want them to be happy, right? Yeah. That's the number one thing. You want them to be happy. You want them to not hurt anyone else. Um, and, like, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing, dude. What? what the, I need to hear this joke about your feet. Can you remember any of it? I don't know, but uh, um, <laughs> we were just... Let me see if I could play this song. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know okay. if I'm allowed to play this song, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so we made up... I think I I think I, I, I sang the song that we, we do. So um, I decided to record him for a little bit. Uh, there you go. Mojito. Let's see. Mama, I forgot what, uh, Chicoleta, is it called Chicoleta? A, B, C, I think it's this one. Here he goes. Mama Chicoleta, she owes by Chocoleta. She said I'm sleepy, she better not go pee pee. Mama <laughs> said a chila, we heard I'm a mochila. When she was chiquita, she became chuvaquita. Mama ate frijolitos because the smell of perrito. 
Dude, why is that not on your YouTube channel? <laughs> uh, so basically, my song is singing in two languages, Spanish yep. and English. Uh, Peditos means farts. So she he's saying at the end, uh, it smells like mom ate beans because it smells like farts. Uh, uh, so that's what I said. Uh, so the, the way it works is that we hear a song. And then we, and when I say we, I start making up words. And then it's fun when I start making fun of my girlfriend because she gets so mad. And then I start making up words and then it goes to him to keep repeating them, right? So the way it works is that basically I came up with the song and he remembers it and he keeps singing it. And I know some parents out there are going to be like, how can you do that and stuff like that? But then something Beautiful can turn out and becomes this. Jingle bells, Batman spells, Robin lays The Batmobile lost the wheel and the Joker got away. Hey, jingle bells, Papa smells, Robin lays The Batmobile lost the wheel and the Mojito got away. Achoo. So Mojito's a booger. Okay. So the booger get, got away. Achoo! And that's why he went away. Because he went achoo. <laughs> How beautiful is that? <laughs> if you don't think that's amazing, because one, we wrote a song. Two, he sang the song with the words on point, And then I mixed it to the song. And it fit perfectly. If you don't think that's better than watching TV and him not doing anything, eh, I don't know what else. <laughs> Uh, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Being creative is awesome, dude. You should be proud of that shit. It's good. I think so. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. We have a little segment here where Andy gets creative. Because he gets so creative, he types dad jokes on Google, and then he sees a bunch of songs, I mean a bunch of jokes, and then he repeats mm. them here on the podcast. <laughs> and the way that Andy's jokes work is that Andy tells us a joke. It could be a good joke or a bad joke. And you guys are welcome to be part of Andy's jokes. By sending us an email, hello at josedadarroca.com, hello at josedadarroca.com. We're also looking for a sponsor for Andy's jokes. If you want to be a sponsor for Andy to keep going with those amazing jokes, you can send us an email, hello at josedadarroca.com, hello at josedadarroca.com. Or if you want Andy to finally stop next year. <laughs> telling those amazing wonderful jokes you could send us an email hello at josedadarroca.com and now here's the one the wonderful the amazing the guy who didn't want to go get his groceries so he got somebody else to bring him to his house all the way from Portsmouth England Andy yep. Andy and Andy's jokes <coughs> Thank you for the lovely introduction, Jose. Really appreciate it. Um, 
Especially that slight dig about me googling jokes. Uh, that does happen. <laughs> like that. Um, but uh, this week is a good one. <clears throat> How can you tell a vampire has a cold? Can you repeat that again, please? How can you tell a vampire has a cold? I don't know. They start coughing. Okay, that's above my pay grade, because I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's a it's a cold. So, like, when you get a cold or a flu virus, when a vampire gets one, they start coughing. Oh! But vampires traditionally live in, in coffins. Yeah. I also had, like, I had a thing in my head for the past two days that I can't get out of it, uh, and it's like the it's a punchline but without a joke so it's like R2D poo but I don't know what the lead up to it would be you don't have to think of one on the spot Jose that doesn't that puts you on the spot I don't want to do that um, but yeah that could be that could be something that I can engineer over the holidays that could be like a 2020 thing no what does C-3PO does when he eats a lot of droids shit <laughs> He doesn't shit. He art to the poos. Poos. Nice. That's what we're Man. here for. Yay. Yeah. And you totally hijacked my segment. That's fine. That's fine. We don't. We don't mind. That was your, your joke was better than mine. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and you could be part of Andy's jokes by sending us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. All right, so I have a little thing for uh, the marketing director at Dad Without a Dad Productions to know. So basically, these two years, I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been, I wrote a book. I started a podcast with the wonderful Andy. Then I started another podcast that I switched in the middle of it and started a different type of podcast in the same channel. Then I started a YouTube channel and started doing videos. Then I took up um, photography. So basically, I'm all over the place. And the only reason I started doing all that stuff because I just wanted to work on my artistic ways, right? So basically, uh, like I was just saying, with my son, I come up with words. Uh, they rhyme. We make it into a song. And it turns out to be a song, right? So that's basically working your artistic ways. And I started doing all this stuff because I wanted to see what works, what didn't work, what people like, what people didn't like. I don't do it for like, I want to say like, it basically helps me with my artistic ways. I like to write. I like to perform. I like to edit. I like to do things, right? I'm not the typical guy here and there. So what I wanted to do in next year, I wanted to concentrate in things that actually work, right? For example, this podcast works. So I'm going to concentrate on uh, the How to Be a Dad Without a Dad podcast in my YouTube channel. And I went and started doing photography, not only to, you know, get better at it, but also because I want to learn how to become a better, I guess, videotaper, uh, you, wanna, you know, filmmaker, like whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 
And the reason I'm ta- um, ta- uh, saying this is because I'm going to concentrate on different things and certain things, and I'm going to basically trim the fat that is not working. So basically, my other podcast will be finished probably next year, and a couple of things I'm going to stop doing. So basically, I'm going to switch into a different social media thing where I concentrate into one thing, which is me. And instead of being uh, a specific thing like a dad or a specific thing like a morning show, it's just going to be me. So what I notice is that people don't see me. They don't go, hey, is the dad without that guy? For some reason, the name Jose de la Roca comes out a lot. It's like people see me and they're like, they just make fun of how I say Jose de la Roca because I have the R and stuff like that. So basically, I've been trying to get the name Jose de la Roca on social media forever. But there's a guy out there who has it, doesn't use it, doesn't do anything. He just has both of them, Jose de la Roca. So I finally found one that kind of works with me, which is Mr. Jose de la Roca, Mr. Jose de la Roca. And I wanted to bring everything together to one platform. So instead of me having to promote my book in one, promote this thing on one, promote the other thing in the other one, just going to concentrate on one only, which is Mr. Jose de la Roca. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop doing things on at that without that because it's been such a long time that I do it. All my videos have at that without that. Uh, my book has at that without that. But I'm going to concentrate on only one. So I'm basically going to keep it at that without that, but I'm not going to be in it as much as I am. And I'm going to, you know, delete a couple accounts that I have, delete a couple things, and just focus in on this podcast and my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to follow me on my new Instagram and Twitter thing, it's called Mr. Jose de la Roca. I don't know what, um, what you think, Andy, but I think it's a good thing instead of being all over the place, just focus in two things. I think I, I think it's always good to focus, especially when it comes to like your effort on on promoting uh, different things that you're doing. Um, and it's it makes it easier for me to at you uh, <laughs> and promote the podcast because what I was doing before was like it's the at dad with the at dad podcast with Jose and blah, 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 and it, it just made it complicated. So yeah, uh, Mister Jose De La Roca is better, I think. Yeah, and I think, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't have the Jose de la Roca. And uh, uh, I don't want... Well, yeah, so basically, there's a guy out there with Jose de la Roca on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. And that guy literally doesn't do anything. He, in one, he only has like zero posts, but he is following. He hasn't done anything for years. To the point that I started reporting him like to the like social medias like scam and report to see if they do anything because this guy doesn't do anything. He just has the thing. (laughs) And it pisses me off because if this guy, let's let's put it this way, this guy will be active and had like a thousand, five thousand, one million followers had my hat off to you. Then you do that. Jose de la Roca, go for it. But he doesn't use it. He's just wasting the name there. Nothing. I tried to reach out to him. Uh, It's, it's a, guy in latin america so you know talk to him in spanish and everything no response i tried to flag him for scam and spam and all the stuff 
and nothing has worked. So I finally just one day started looking for things and Mr. Jose de Roca came out. Then I went on Twitter, was available, and I just got everything. So if you guys want to follow me on my new account, Mr. Jose de la Roca, because uh, I'm going to focus on that one and that one only, because I, instead of focusing in six different things, I'm going to focus in two things that implement everything that I do. Smart. It's the best way to do it. And it's a good way to uh, to start 2020 as well. I guess so. Uh what do you think 2020 is good? Do you have any plans besides coming to LA, E3? <laughs> uh, coming to E3 would be awesome because we still need to catch up with each other face to face. That hasn't happened for what? Two years? Three years? I don't know. Three um, years. Uh, I have no idea, man. Like, I'm trying to basically this break, this time that we've got off from like, what? It's the 20th of December now. When we going back to work until like the 6th of January, I'm just not going to think about any of that shit. Um, that, that's kind of my, my goal and, and just, just roll with things. And then when it comes to January, I'll start thinking about next year. I mean, I'm massively excited for next year, like more progression from my son, him becoming more of a person, him expanding his vocabulary, maybe starting taking him to like, uh, tiny kickers or, or football school or whatever the hell that's called. Um, where like they get to start playing football with other kids, that'd be good. Um, and then yeah, that's it really. Uh, just got nothing but high hopes and and good things coming in twenty twenty. Uh, optimism. Um, yeah, uh, that's kind of my goal. Keep on doing this PR and marketing thing. Uh, it's I'm good at it. It's fun. Uh, definitely keep that going. Um, and yeah, maybe do a marathon or two. I don't know. I'm starting to thinking about doing the running gig again, but we'll see. What about yourself? What are you, what are you thinking does, about um, 2020? Uh, if, if I'm not going too personal, um, how does uh, your job works? Does it, do they, is it like a year to year thing or it just project by project? It's more like, uh, so basically I'm a, I'm a, I'm a contractor. Um, so the way that it works is that, I essentially have a contract with uh, a, a PR company called Renaissance PR. Um, and then uh, I, if they've got work for me, I keep that work going. If they, if they don't have work for me, whatever reason, um, I look for other stuff um, with other companies. Uh, so yeah, it's not necessarily a year to year thing. It's more of a project to project thing. So as soon as they've got work for me, I'll keep going. If they don't have work for me, you still keep that lead kind of warm and then you look for leads elsewhere. Um, so yeah, it's, I used to work for like companies direct, like be full time on payroll and all that stuff. Um, but ultimately this is way better because it just gives me more freedom. Um, and it means that I can work on projects I actually want to work on. Uh, whereas when you work for a developer, that isn't always the case. With me, um, I had five jobs uh, one of the radio stations literally fire everybody. And when I say fire, meaning let go everybody. So mm. now um, I have four. One of them is a, a seasonal thing because it's a summer thing when they promote marketing stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm currently not doing that. So I basically only have two jobs. One of them is a tune-in and the other one is with USC. USC will finish by March. So basically, if you make sense to it, I only have one job. That means that I'm going to have to be looking for jobs and things like that. 
my acting side is it's acting. I could not work for five years and then I could have one job in five years. Or I could yeah. have five jobs in one year and not work forever. Uh, so basically, I do consider a job because I get paid for it. But it's th it's one of the most scary jobs for because it's a scary one. You mm. take time to do things and it's whether they like you or not, you know. It's a very yeah. scary situation and I still treat it as a hobby more than a job because at the end of the day, it doesn't pay the bills just yet or hopefully. So there's a project that I did and will come next year. Uh, my girlfriend and I, like I said, worked on something. It will come out next year. Uh, I may go to the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, I may work with Andy on E3 when he comes here. And I'll, fi I'll finally... Whoa, 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 whoa. Back, 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 back. Back up, back up, back up. Tokyo Olympics? Really? Yeah, I might go to the Tokyo Olympics. Fuck, dude, that'd be awesome. Uh, I met this guy who all he does... Well, he basically travels for a living fixing things for the marketing company. The marketing yep. company is so big, it's so big that they they build their infrastructure. So if they use an app for a certain promotional gig, they built it in-house. So this guy goes to city to city, depending on the client things and what they're working on, fixing things, helping people in their software and stuff like that, which I have done many times and I'm good at it and stuff like that. So he was talking to me. He's like, I don't even know why I came to LA. You have everything under control for what you have told me. You have done this, this and that. And he's like, he's like, will you, you know, we're going to the Tokyo Olympics and we're going to need people like you. Will you be interested? And then he said, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, Tokyo Olympics? What? I'm like, where is that? And he's like, oh, and then he explained to me. And he's like, I'm like, hell yeah. And I'm like, wait, how long is it? He's like, about a month and a half. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Tokyo. And I'm like, mm, oh. So he said, it's not a for sure thing. He said he would just keep me in mind. So it's an option. And he also gave me another two options that it may happen. But, you know, it's one of those things that I can say it is until it is, right? So it's just a yeah, wishful yeah. thinking. And at the moment, I basically have two jobs and I still need to look for more jobs because my son just told us that he doesn't like his crib anymore and he wants a bigger crib, which his tiny little body still fits there, but I understand him. <laughs> and it's sad to say that, unfortunately, I cannot afford a two-bedroom apartment So I need to, you know, start working, um, making more money next year, hopefully, because I'm only doing it for him. Um, yeah. Uh, believe it or not, the YouTube channel, the songs that we do, it only helps me because it gives me a way out of implementing an idea and making it happen. If you watch yeah. one of my my notice, one of my stupid videos, everything started with an idea, and if you hear it the idea i wrote that idea i implemented it i shot it i edited it put the sound put the lighting everything and if you think it's so easy then go for it you could do it too anybody could do it if this watermelon could do it you could do it too but it comes from my idea and i made that idea into reality and if that that's that doesn't show that it's creative well i don't know what else to say you know what i mean and hopefully yeah. i could do that as a job and you and i She'll start a company one day. I'd be up for it, 100%. Um, I think ultimately, 
it's all expressing yourself it's all putting yourself out there and also you're learning the skills that it takes in order to do that stuff um it's definitely worth it mm-hmm. uh i mean the thing that always impresses me with you jose is that you're like you never show fear you go for it and you do it um and that's amazing to me uh and kind of inspiring so and the thing is like whenever you said to me like literally ever since i've known you whenever you've said to me oh no i don't know how this is going to pan out i don't know what that's going to pan out and then i talk to you in like three weeks time and you're like oh yeah i'm doing this and it's like it's in detroit or whatever and i'm doing gay pride or like it's it's completely fucking nuts but it's amazing so yeah um i it, it's inspiring man so yeah thank you thank you, know, you you'll get there you'll get there and you're the man because you're going to be the publicist when i record my documentary next year about immigration but don't tell, absolutely don't tell anybody <laughs> i do everything on purpose that's a hard lesson my girlfriend had to understand everything i do is, has a purpose <laughs> <laughs> this year has been amazing i'm looking at the camera i want to say thank you thank you thank you for being here andy not only for doing this stupid podcast with me uh, hopefully parents learn about our mistakes uh, learn about our good things. You're a wonderful, amazing person. You're going to, you are a great dad. Um, uh, say hi to your wife. Say hi to your son. Hopefully, to that's another thing I'm going to do next year. Travel a little bit more, personally, not for work. And I'm <laughs> sure I'll see you here uh, next year in uh, LA E3 about July, right? Yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope. And then if not, I mean, hell, dude, if the Japanese thing comes through. And Tokyo happens. I mean, who knows? I'll be up for a bit of a road trip or airplane trip. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before we go, it is our last show of the year. And I give you the room for you to say all your thank yous to anybody. So first of all, thanks to you, Jose. Uh, You've been uh, always looking forward to having chat with you. Always looking forward to like talking absolute bollocks on the podcast and just like, you know, just having fun. This is what this thing is. Um, Thank you to everyone that listens. Hopefully we've helped uh, be entertaining, which is great. Um, Thank you to my wife for, for, you know, affording me the time to do this, Um, (laughs) which which is, you know, which is good. Um, Thank you to uh, basically my son for being awesome and constantly entertaining uh, and constantly pushing me to be better. and yeah, uh, just thank you to everyone that's been listening. It's been really fun to put this this whole thing together. Uh, we've got loads left to say, loads left to do, loads left to talk about. And um, 2020 is going to be awesome. So uh, yeah, just a massive thank you. I want to give a big thanks, of course, to my girlfriend because she allows me to be the way I am, which is an amazing thing to do if you let your parent or your your partner be themselves. It's a great, great thing that you're doing. Don't ever change girlfriend. And hopefully, I'll just change a little bit. You know, watch my manners and my farts. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my son. Uh, I do everything for him. And I'll die for him. So that should tell you uh, how involved I am in him. I want to give a shout out to all, all of our fans. Will, Juan, Chatty P. And if you're a fan and we don't know of you, send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. We also want to say shout out to all uh, Andy's family because they're a big supporter of everything, including the sister, which is our sponsor, which is Doggy Locks. And you can find 
her and her business at doggylogs.co.uk. That's doggylogs.co.uk. She was our sponsor this year. Hopefully, she could be our sponsor next year. And you could send her an email saying thank you and saying hi. And if you're in the cities of... Uh, Portsmouth, Southampton, Winchester, uh, Fareham, Porchester, uh, uh, basically anywhere in Hampshire, if you can ferry your dog and or cat to a place, uh, she can groom that cat and make it look pretty. Or dog, and mostly dog, uh, can make it look pretty. Uh, I'm going to get better at promotional things next year as well. That's going to be a resolution. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll stop putting you on the spot next year, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, guys, doggy logs, get your dogs groomed and lock those prices. And do we have? Oh, yeah. So I want to say thank you to every single one out there that listens. If you're a fan, send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. Uh, that's G A M. I-N-G-G-O-O-D-N-E-S-S. Um, I'm always on Twitter. Like, send me a tweet. Uh, if you've got any questions, got any good jokes, better than mine, hopefully. Um, <laughs> and that would be good as well. Uh, but yeah, um, feedback is always good. We always like feedback. We've had some amazingly useful feedback from multiple people this year, which has, you know, been really, really helpful. So yeah, uh, long, short, mean, good, bad, whatever. Tell us. And that comes to my last shout out, which is Will. He is our number one fan. He is, uh, he's like a genius, right? A doctor yeah, slash. He's like a doctor slash community manager slash marketing guy slash PR guy. He's awesome. He's he, multi talented and incredibly nice. Yeah, he sent us, he sent us the greatest email ever. And one day we will have him. For him to finally have some good analytics in this podcast and finally have somebody that's super genius and super smart and finally somebody to, I guess, analyze my weird brain. But before we go, I want to play this amazing song for him and just for him. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Well, here he goes. Oh, yes, honey. And he married a hot girl, too. <laughs> <laughs>